on the Flag on the Play podcast for Monday, May 17th. The fellas open up talking about the big man going to the Big Apple. You already know what I'm talking about. They do a little weekend winners and losers. Then the NBA playoffs are this week, and they start with the play-in, and we're talking all about it. Play-in, we are very excited we get into that. We get into some Stanley Cup picks from people who don't really watch hockey. Those are lovely, and I'm sure you'll value them. And we finish off with the usual hot take of the week. Please make sure to follow us over on Instagram. Send the show to your friends. It is very much appreciated. We love all the positive feedback, and we'll see you again on Friday. Khalif Raymond from the 30. Flag is down. And Raymond has run out of bounds. Another flag comes in at the 32. There are six flags on the field. All day long, hopping and a bopping and a singing his song. All the little birds on the so every one of the officials threw their, their flag and look at people like, got a smile on it. Rock and Robin. Low Rock and Robin, cause we really gonna rock up tonight. Every little swallow, every tick It is Monday, May 17th, and this is the Flag on the Play podcast. I'm your fo- well, I'm your host, Phil. That was an adventure. <laughs> Joining me as always, he's laughing. It's the pride of Serbia. That's Alex. Yep. I'm here, uh, ready to put in another good episode for all of uh, you wonderful fans. We're hoping uh, you guys are doing good this week. Yeah, we love the fans. We absolutely adore the fans. And joining us, as always, the third chair, the big man in the middle, OC, Owen. How's it going? It's going to, It's going great, dude. It's uh, Playoffs are in the air. That's all I can say. You can smell them. You can smell you can. them. You, you go outside can. and you feel it in the air. I love yes. it. But yeah. There's a buzz. There is a buzz. But there's no other way to open up this week than by talking. Kelvin Benjamin's going to the Big Apple. Big addition. Literally big addition for the Giants. Yeah, can I just say, I think we deserve an award for being on on just on the NFL signings, releases. We just pat on the back to us there. We've been breaking yep. news left and right about the signings, and we've got the best analysis in the game. But yeah, I think we got to give credit to... Uh, I think this all the credit here really goes to to Boogie for saying that. I mean, he's a Popeye's biscuit away from being a tight end. I think Kelvin really took that to heart. I'm sure he went and made a couple trips probably to Popeye's and uh, decided to make that transition. So that I'm sure. Props. Yeah, yeah. I mean, Boogie. absolutely big big boy in the Big Apple, like you said, Phil. I mean, he was an absolute stud. I remember when you know, like 2014, 2015, just linking up with Cam. Tough guy to block, tough guy to cover. He's a real tight end, Jaguars. Just saying, yeah. he's 6'5". They say his weight's 245, but we think that's cap. That's fake so, news. Uh, fake news. Yeah, yeah and let's not forget, let's not forget, Kelvin Benjamin made the entire NFL think that Jameis Winston was a future Hall of Famer. It's And true. that he did, wasn't going to have a turnover problem. So, I mean, Jameis easily owes him part of his salary, and he is just instrumental to, to Jameis's career. So, credit there. He's finally getting some recognition, which is great. He probably he probably helped win uh, Cam the MVP too. Definitely. Like, who are we kidding? Probably. Yeah, yeah I mean, no, if probably, been, definitely. Yeah, he's just a gamer, dude. If he was in the if he was in the in that Super Bowl, I guarantee you, Kelvin Benjamin would have fallen on that fumble, just like a lineman would have. So absolutely, because yeah, he is built like a lineman. Absolutely. Yeah. And when do we think? Sorry, when do we think he makes the transition to lineman? When do we think D tackle season starts? 2035. 2035? Okay. Just give him a little more time. He's got to mature. Yeah. You heard it here first on flag on the play. Just get a little bigger. Yeah. I think. Yeah. 
just just keep bulking. Keep bulking. No more excuses for Danny Dimes. This is it. Kenny Galladay, Kelvin Benjamin, Saquon coming back. This is it. He's got Joe Judge. He's got Jason Garrett. I mean, how many more things do you need to have? Yeah. You have Jason Garrett. You have Jason Garrett, and you're letting this go to waste? No. Now, Kelvin, he's got to perform. Now's the time. You're going to want to build the offense around Kelvin and Danny Dimes. Absolutely. Dynamic, yeah. dynamic playmakers. Yeah. Yeah. He's just, he's like a utility player. He, he, he one minute he could be just snapping the ball to, to Danny Dimes. Next minute he's going to be guarding the blind side. And then next minute he's going to be running, running routes and scoring touchdowns. So he's a guy you want in your locker room is a do everything Swiss Army knife type player. So, yeah. Before you know it, up. before you know it, he'll be sacking Dak. That's all you need to know. <laughs> mm-hmm. We begin on this Monday morning as we do every Monday morning. Little weekend winners and losers, fellas. It was a good weekend in the world of sports. We're getting to playoff time. Some sports started their playoffs. Baseball was on. It was a good weekend in the world of sports. So let's talk. I mean, there are winners. There are losers. Owen, how about you lead us off? Who won the weekend? So <clears throat> I'm going to kind of go along with the theme of, uh, of my boy Kelvin here. And I'm going to go. The winner of the week was Reformed Fat Guys. So obviously Kelvin Benjamin, I mean, hopefully lost some weight there because he's looking chunky. So he's in playing shape. So, and he got signed obviously. So that was huge. Um, And then we saw my boy Vladdy. I'm probably the number one Blue Jays fan in all of, probably all of North America, to be honest. And Vladdy's just been having him. He had himself a week. We all know he lost a lot of weight this off season, transformed his body type. He's got 11 homers on the year. He's hit three, he's hit homers in three straight games. He's slashing 319, 440, and 609. Those are a few stats for the boys at home, keeping score. Stats um, podcast. Yeah, stats. We're a huge stats podcast. He's, uh, we're seeing fat guys really turning it around, um, shedding the weight, and just really helping their teams out. So Absolutely. that was my big winner for the week. Do you want me? I can go ahead with my second. Or? Go I want to hear the second. You're on okay. fire. So this is going to make a few people upset, but I got a, my big winner of the week was uh, Nick Wright. So as we discussed wow. last, last episode, yeah, yeah. A comeback wait for to Nick hear this Wright. One. Hand up, boys. This is going to be a little bit of a hypocritical take. Quite the pivot. Um, yeah, it'll be a yeah. bit of a pivot, but uh, you can expect more of those from from this podcast as, as time goes on. But yeah, uh, we, we admit when we're wrong. Hand up, yeah. Nick Wright. You won the weekend. We're truth yeah. tellers here. Yeah. And so we all know Nick said that he, he made that bold claim that Jokic is going to be, I think he said, the biggest, the worst uh, MVP in the last 35 years. And uh, as we know, Curry won the scoring title today. John Rant came out and said MVP hands down. And we saw a lot of guys come out of the woodwork and say Curry deserves the MVP. So I think a little bit of indication is, is earned for, for Nick Wright there because, I mean, Curry has made his case and shown that maybe he deserves it over Jokic. So, I mean, Nick Wright probably said it in maybe the worst way possible. But, uh, I mean, he, he said what needed to be said. So he's a winner for me this week, for sure. Wow. What a comeback. That's really beautiful. Alex, you got some winners over there? So the first winner I have is the Toronto Raptors. They won't have to play in Tampa Bay ever again. They get to go home next season, play in front of their home crowd. Personally, it was tough to watch them. Uh, they had to stay in a hotel for the entire season, whether it was home, whether it was away. They were basically playing away the whole entire season. But hey, they get a raw draft pick, so things are looking better for the Raps. So they're my number one winner here. Big winner. And, and winner two, playoff hockey overtime games. So we got, actually, I'm going to go here. The first four uh, playoff games all went to overtime. So there's nothing like OT hockey. And personally, little personal side note as a flames fan and i'm enjoying it way more i'm not stressed no anxiety just sitting back watching hockey not hoping that oh do i get this team do i get that that team in the next round 
just cooling it. So, uh, but yeah, playoff overtime hockey is definitely back. Yep. Very back, very back four for four. That's a good start. That's a good start. Hopefully we get some more tomorrow and this game's not going overtime anymore. Tampa Bay just scored with a minute to go. So three for three, three for three. That's okay. Three, three out of four. There you go. 75% you passed. 75% 75% is a passing grade. So we'll take that 10 times out of 10. Personally, I was, I was a 75% student. So shout and out I to jinxed the class. that. So sorry, Panthers fans, but if Lightning fans, uh, you're welcome. Yeah. Got you're you welcome. Alex got you the win. What, what an electric turn right there. That was fantastic stuff. <laughs> that was unbelievable. You can only hear it on the flag on the play. My winners and losers, fellas, it was a good weekend. My first winner, dreams. Dreams are alive. Because J. Cole played in the Africa Basketball League. He played for the Rwanda Patriots in Kajili. And uh, he had 30, or sorry, he had three points, two rebounds, two assists. One of his points came from a free throw on a technical foul. He's 36 years old. There's still time to play in the NBA. You know, we've, it's been the year of the veteran athlete. We've seen some 40 year olds. Last week was the week of the 40 year olds. This week, could it be the week of the 36 year olds? Could he be brought in? You never know. I think it next, could happen. Next gen 40 year olds. Yeah. And not only that, not only that, June's coming up. Dreams are always possible in June. We know that from Fight Reacts. You know, I'm having some personal big dreams. Oilers, playoffs are starting this week. Could I see a parade on White Avenue? I certainly could. I certainly could. And the Basketball Hall of Fame ceremony this weekend, they all said, you know what? This is a dream come true for me. So Dreams had a big weekend. Dreams are back. Also, another winner from this week, the color camo. They were on every single Major League Baseball uniform. It was a big weekend to be camo. And if, you know, you're a guy like me who throws on a pair of camo pants from time to time, it's nice to see it getting some recognition across the world. Also, last winner, Tony Snell. Tony Snell's kind of had a rough go in the Twitter era. We've all seen the picture. Zero points, zero rebounds, zero assists. We've all seen the meme. He's the first ever player in NBA history to have 50% from the field, 50% from three, and 100% from the line. First ever. So congratulations, Tony. That is absolutely massive. Electric. Just quick on the camo. uh, Personally, it was difficult for me to watch. Um, I just saw the ball in the bat the entire time. I was having a really hard time seeing the players. Just with all that camo, I couldn't see that Sorry, was had, to make, had to make that joke, but I like that. Like, yeah, that, I know, that was a banger joke. <laughs> you, you got to make it when it's there. When the opportunity yeah. presents itself, you got to take yeah. it. And it's quick shout out, in the middle. quick shout out, the four-year-olds. Uh, our boy Albert Pujols got a little uh, deal there with the Dodgers, so um, trying to get that chip again. And uh, we wish him all the best. Yeah, the year of the elder. Yeah. Absolutely exciting times, fellas. Unfortunately, there are losers every weekend as well. Alex, how about you get it going on that side? Well, I mean, you just talked about J. Cole. I personally think he was a loser, man. Way too much hype leading up to it. I was like, all right, he's dropping maybe a 20-piece here. I keep yeah. hearing about this off-season album. I was like, you know what? Maybe he's he's practicing. Maybe this whole time he's just referring to his basketball workouts. No, I wake up this morning and I see three points, three rebounds, and two assists. I didn't even want to look at what his field goal percentage was. Um <laughs> So I'm going to need more from you, dog. Like I said, especially if your last album was called The Off Season, I was really hoping you'd be practicing that jumper. That jumper looks kind of stinky. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, that's... so people were making way too much of a big deal out of it. Yeah. And my second loser are the Chicago Bears. 
I was congratulating them at the draft. I thought they did well drafting Justin Fields. I'm like, all right, they're back. They're competent. Nope. Matt Nagy comes out and says, Andy Dalton is still our QB one. So Twitter really just solidifies everything. If, if, if you tweet that Andy Dalton is your QB one in like March, then he's your QB one. Yep. Yeah. Owen, who do you have in the losers category? Yeah, so I also had J. Cole as a loser. I was also a little bit disappointed. We had the 36-year offseason, and then the season started, and there's left a lot to be desired. So <laughs> It's a bad start. It's a bad yeah. start. It was uh, it was not great. Um, I just want to know who has been telling him for all these years that he's an actually good basketball player. Um, <laughs> Dennis Smith. He seems the answer is Dennis Smith. <laughs> Dennis Smith needs to be held absolutely responsible. I would uh, I, I would probably demand an apology from him then because J. Cole legitimately was expecting NBA workouts and the Pistons, I don't know why they gave him one. That was a bit confusing. Well, the Pistons. I mean, he could probably start. Dennis Smith yeah. Jr. is a good basketball player himself. Kind of. Yeah, of course. And so, yeah, he was definitely a loser. I just felt it's like it's like the kid who's just really bad at basketball, but, you know, his parents just keep hyping him up and you're good. You can do it, dude. You can do it. You can do it. And it's just he doesn't have the talent. So it was a bit a bit unfortunate to see. Um, and then my second loser was the Indianapolis 500 is now on the hot seat. Indianapolis 500, we are huge. I, I think I speak for everybody here when we say we're, we're massive Formula One fans, like huge Formula huge. One fans. Absolutely. Mm-hmm giant fans uh, just massive fans i think i you know i think we're all going to be watching that pretty closely uh on the 30th but as many of us are aware there's a little bit of a gas shortage in the united states prices are going up it's a bit of a yep. tough look right now the indianapolis 500 is it's going to be tough to have uh, like 50 cars just go around in a circle 500 times when this is going on so tough look for the sport tough look for for the indy as a, as a Formula One fan, I'm hoping that we can we can get it going. But, you know, just a tough, tough situation there. So Yeah, I wake up even That's earlier for those than I do for the DK Metcalf sprints. Yeah, so. you really got to get ready for those. I like to sometimes just do a couple laps around the backyard just to simulate, yeah. you know. <laughs> that then, gets you in the mood. Yep. Yeah, get it going. Definitely yeah. does. For me, in the L's category this week, I have heart rate. Uh, the playoffs are starting up. It's a bad time. Last year, and I'm not even a Lakers fan, but I'm a LeBron fan. And last year, my heartbeat got up to 140 during game five. So I'll be tracking during the Oilers games. And if I don't answer a text, I, I might have died. But it's okay. You know, we, we care a little too much on this podcast. That's never a bad thing. I care too yeah. much. I work too hard. Yeah. You know, never a bad thing. And my second loser is Dunedin, Florida. I don't know if you guys saw this. Dunedin has been housing the Blue Jays for the last couple of weeks. And they're going to move to Buffalo in early June, maybe June 1st, maybe June 15th. They don't really know. But Marcus Semyon said he feels more comfortable on the road than he does in Dunedin. For the season, he's batting 260. He has eight home runs, 20 RBI, seven steals. If the guy's more comfortable, we would see even better numbers, and he's been great. So I did a little homework for Marcus, and I decided to do some research on the best things you can do in Dunedin. So number one, the number one reviewed place, number one rated, was Caladesi Island State Park. Take a look at the photos at home. Do the homework because yeah. this is, again, not a baby podcast. Yeah. It looks absolutely unreal. Great place to go to the beach. There's some fishing. He would have a great time. So if he's available, he should go there. Number two, Honeymoon Island State Park. So two state parks off the top. Again, looks absolutely unreal. Great beach. And you know, when you see the pictures, really good sand. It looked like really good sand. Not sappy, not too dark. 
a perfect sand for like sink your feet in and feel really good. Number three, Pinella's trail. It was like a, like sort of like a regular walking type of thing. Didn't look very good. Still might go like, maybe you'd have to drag me, but I would maybe go. So he could check that out too. So I've given him three options. Number four, I got Edgewater park looks like it's good at night. So maybe an option during a day game. And then number five attraction, according to uh, Travelocity was the TD ballpark, which he's been to before and he's at every day. So those are the things you can do in Dunedin. So Marcus, I'm a big Blue Jays fan. And I just want you to know that these options are there. So you've got a little time before you go to Buffalo. And I just think you should do that. So I'm here to help you Dunedin. You took a loss this week, but you'll be in the W's next week when Marcus hears this and he starts going to Caladesi and Honeymoon and Pinellas and he's going to have a great time. Yeah. Beautiful. I'm, I'm looking at, I'm, I'm going to book my ticket right now as soon as I can. I mean, I'm checking the reviews on here, man. You got a 4.7 out of five checking the reviews here. Look, you got Sean cook says amazing shells and clean white sands. Yep. And we got another Great review sand. here says best day of my dog's life. If it's the best day of your dog's life, then I mean, what are you waiting for? Wow. Yeah. We got to get a boy's trip going over to Dunedin. Yeah. <laughs> it's coming soon. Coming yeah. soon. That was weekend winners and losers for this week. We'll be back again next Monday. I know the fans are clamoring for, we want more winners and losers. We want more winners and losers once a week, people. There's only one weekend. We all wish it could be a universal weekend, but only one weekend. That's, That's what it. makes it special. Yes, exactly. This week, big week, like we mentioned many times, playoffs are coming up and it starts with the NBA plan. We're NBA guys. We do, you know, we dabble in the other sports. We love the NFL, but in this time of the year, it's an NBA time of year. And it starts with the first ever play-in. I'm, I'm going to say first ever last year. doesn't really count. The East goes on Tuesday and it starts off Charlotte, Indiana, Washington, Boston. West goes on Wednesday, San Antonio, Memphis. Looks like it's going to be the Lakers. If it's Portland, we're sorry, but we're going to say Golden State Lakers. Fellas, we'll start in the East, Charlotte, Indiana. Who are you picking in that one, Owen? I gotta go with I gotta go with Charlotte in that one. I mean, we all saw that they they barely lost to Wizards. they barely lost to the Wizards, um, and so that was you know it was a close game. I think Lamelo had something like I think he had 19 points in that game and, and a, you know a decent amount of assists and rebounds, so he played well. Um, I think they've they've shown flashes, and and I think the they're kind of you know on an upward trajectory. It looks like I don't really see much of that burst from the Pacers. I like the young guys on the on the Hornets. I think they've got a young core. And I think they're playing well right now. I think they're they've got the guys that they need to get back, and so I, I really like I like the I like the Hornets in this one. Yeah, Alex, what say you? Yeah, no, Owen uh, hit it right on the head there. Uh, I'm gonna go with the Hornets too. Um, they just seem more organized, more competent to me. Um, smells feels like a lamello ball breakout game career type of game you know where he just goes off and lets everyone know puts the nba on notice that he can win a game by himself that's just what it feels like and i just can't trust the pacers just given their issues with like their cohesiveness of the team that little fight they had a couple weeks ago that looked awful they also don't seem very healthy to me i don't know if miles turner is going to play in that game i think brogdon's dealing with something too so um, I just like the Hornets much more than this one. Yeah, I'm going to take the Hornets too. I don't really like the Pacers right now. I do love Sabonis. I could see Sabonis really carrying them to the finish line because I don't know who on Charlotte is going to be able to slow them down. But I like the way Charlotte plays. they got a fun energy. they got a good coach. I can't really say those things for Indiana. You know, They're probably going to wear those yucky gold jerseys. It's going to feel slow. 
this is if I was going to skip one, I would skip this one. You know, unfortunately yeah. for both those fan bases, this is just not the prime game. On the other hand, Wizards Celtics, I think is going to be a very fun game to watch, mainly because I'm going to take the Wizards. I love the way the Wizards are playing. I love Gafford. I love Bertans. Obviously, Westbrook, Beal. I'm big fans of both. So I think I'm the Wizards going to win that one. I don't like the way the Celtics are playing right now. Too relying on Tatum. I'm going to go with the Wiz. And I think it's going to be a very fun game to watch. Alex, do you agree? I agree completely. In fact, I'm going to guarantee a Wizards win. Um, guarantee. Against the Boston Celtics. You heard it here. They're going to win. They're going to get the Nets in the second round and cause absolute chaos. We'll we'll dive deeper into that series when it happens. When it happens. Yep, guarantee. Um, guarantee. Like you said, just those two explosive stars, Westbrook, Beal, Berton, Gafford. Um, I think they've got a good coach too. I don't think. Scott Brooks is too bad. He's 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 had experience for sure in the playoffs. So I'm taking the whiz. Owen, are you with us or against us? I'm definitely against you guys on this one. I wow. I think the guarantee is bold, but I gotta go with the Celtics here. I think honestly, both teams are, are fraud are frauds at this point. Neither of them are, frauds. are very neither of them are good. Uh oh. The F but, word frauds. <laughs> I went there. I went there. I guess I don't even it's not even a series, but in a one game plan, I like the uh, the Celtics. You know, they've played together for a long time. They've been in playoff situations before. I think they're pretty, they're not, you know, they're not great at, at this point. You know, this has been definitely a down season for them. But in a, in a one-game situation, I like I like them over the Wizards. And obviously, you know, Westbrook or Beal could have a crazy game. And, and they've won a lot of close ones this, this year. Like I said, they, they beat the Hornets, which was obviously a close game to get the eight seed. But I don't know. I, I just, as somebody who's seen Russell Westbrook play most of his career, I just don't trust him in the playoffs. I think he's, he's going to end up – I don't know, though, because I think he's going to end up taking a lot of shots. He's going to take a ton of shots. If they fall, then who knows? But I have a feeling they're not going to fall. And I just like the Celtics in this game over Russell Westbrook and the Wizards after one year being together. So, so Taco fair. Bell Taco Bell, and the Taco Celtics. Bell. Taco, Bell. Taco Bell. We all saw Mike Breen today, a little bit of a slip. Yeah. Had a crazy night last night. He was inducted into the Hall of Fame, so – Sure, maybe he was out partying too much. He was door dashing Taco Bell. He just had it on the mind, saw Taco fall, and just bang, little Freudian slip. It happens. That'll happen. Can't blame him. Can't yeah, blame him. Absolutely. So on Thursday, there will be the winner of the 9-10 and the loser of the 7-8. They're going to play. This whole system is very confusing because there's just a lot of 7-8, 9-10 thrown around. So just know there's going to be an East game on Thursday night. We can't preview it because we don't know who the teams are going to be. But we will be talking about it on Thursday episode for sure. So that's a guarantee for the flag on the play fans at home. Two guarantees in one. Two second. guarantees. That is absolutely huge. Going over to the West, fellas. I don't know a person in the world that isn't going to watch this Warriors-Lakers game. This game is going to be absolutely bonkers. Great ratings. I do think the Lake Show is going to win because they're the Lakers. And when those two guys are on the court together, they're pretty much unstoppable. But... Who doesn't love a little Steph, a little LeBron rivalry? I mean, everybody loves that. It was it was the last five years. We got a little bit of a break. Now it's back. Going to be an amazing, amazing game to watch. I'm still taking the Lakers, but I'm going to watch every second, and I'm going to love it. Alex, are you bold enough to take the Warriors? I don't know about that, but I'm bold enough to think that there's going to be some mouth guard throwing from Steph for sure. You know, that little uh, rivalry him and, him and LeBron have. But I just... I love the Warriors. I love Steph. Like I said, he can go nuclear. He can just, before you know it, he's dropped 45 on you. 
but I just don't think I can I can bet against uh, Bron Bron and uh, AD. I think when it matters most, they're gonna come in come in the clutch. They've got some good depth too. I love Macklemore. He's he's been he's been so good. I haven't seen him miss a three. Great addition. So yeah, that'll just be interesting to watch. One thing I'm gonna be looking out for though is Davis. Um, I didn't watch the Indiana game, but I did watch, I think it was, yeah, when they played the Knicks, after every play, he was constantly just grabbing at something, limping, you know, wincing, making those like weird faces and stuff. So I I don't know if he's, if he's at a hundred percent, but I'll take the Lakers in this one against the Warriors. When you're that big, I don't think you're ever a hundred percent. He's just yeah. all arms and legs and, you know math if you have more body to get hurt it's going to be easier for you to get hurt yeah math. numbers surface podcast. area yeah Let's again go. numbers yeah. stats that's yeah. not, things that are synonymous with the flag yeah. on the play we math. love Owen, math. formulas oh do you like the warriors enough to take them i i do i know for those who score at home i have i've been vocal that i believe i thought that the lakers would come out of the west but uh and, and i think they still will probably make the playoffs but i think in this game probably make the playoffs. okay <laughs> okay <laughs> but i think in this game i just like the warriors i like the way that their guys are playing i think i mean how many so curry had 46 in this last game they've beat the jazz and the suns recently the back to back 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 games they did. Wiggins had 38 in one of those. Yeah, Maple Jordan, he's back. Wiggins has been an absolute revelation at the end of the season. He's been great. Like I, I've hated on Wiggins since he's just probably since came out of the league. womb. Yeah, he's not not a Wiggins fan, but he's been good. Juan Toscana Anderson's been good. He had some clutch shots against the Suns when they played. Jordan Poole. He looks good. Jordan Poole did as well. He had a couple of clutch threes. Juan Descana Anderson also had one that, that got called off as a, for a shot clock violation that game. But, you know, he still made great. it. Yeah, he still made it. <laughs> That's all in. that matters. Um, and so, I mean, I, I like them because they're hot as well. They won their last six. They've won eight of their last ten. And I think LeBron coming off injury is a, is a bit of a wild card. So, I don't know. I mean, I saw the, also saw the Lakers game versus the Knicks. And I thought the Knicks – you know, I don't know if they should have won that game, but I think they obviously easily could have. So it's pretty close. And, and I'm obviously a fan of the Knicks. And I think they're a great team, but I don't know. I just, I like the way the Warriors are playing. I like, I like Steph. I like the experience that Steph has at least and that Draymond has. Uh, Draymond's playing great basketball as kind of the facilitator role. So I think in a one game play in, I, I got to take the Warriors here. I got to take them. I think Steph quick, could go nuclear. Quick question for you boys. If you're the Lakers, would you rather get, the Suns in the first round or Utah? I personally would rather play. I think I would rather just play Phoenix right away. I really? don't. Wanna, I wouldn't want to play Phoenix later on if they gain some confidence. They're just a scary team. You might as well just play them right away when you're at your healthiest and they're not deep into the playoffs yet. Is what I'm trying to say there. So I would just, if I was them, I, and I think they agree. I think they just want to play Phoenix right now. They might as well get it out of the way because they're gonna have to beat them at some point. They're that good. True. Do you guys trust LeBron coming off injury though? What do you get? What are your thoughts on that? Yeah, I do. He's LeBron. He's going to figure it out. He's the goat. He's coming for ring number five, coming for ring number six, coming for number one in the box office this summer. We're all going to be there tune squad jerseys on. I mean, name yeah. one thing this guy can't do other than, you know, sing along to a song properly or dance. I mean, or... I trust him too, but uh, we've all been waiting for at what point, like, 
you know, you can only give so much. I don't know. It'll be interesting to see, but you never know with LeBron, man. He doesn't like to take too much of the blame. He might uh, go out there with a little hamstring pull and be like, hey, I wasn't out there. That's why we lost. So you never know with LeBron. Yeah, that's what kind of my thought, too. I think he's kind of setting himself up for an excuse. That's what I think. I save the playoffs. Yeah, we all heard his comments where he said, you know, he's never going to be at 100% again. You know, his ankle's still bothering him and whatnot. So I think he's setting himself up for a situation kind of like uh, two years ago when when they didn't even make the playoffs where he didn't really have any help. I think LeBron's the type of guy who cares a lot about his legacy, but he also knows kind of when his goose is cooked. And I, I don't know if he trusts his guys in, in a one game against the Red Hot Warriors. So I think he's setting himself up to make a make some excuses. Some Never forget, he played excuses. the NBA Finals with a pretty much broken hand. And he got swept. Then he showed up with a cast. But it was pretty much broken. So Yeah, it's pretty, it's pretty, it's much, broken. pretty much broken. Yeah, yeah. yeah. The quotes are going to be – We can. I think we can all agree. The quotes are going to be something else. There's going to be some sort of just something – just a LeBron moment for sure Absolutely. at some point. And we all love and we are all very excited for the Warriors-Lakers game. It's universal. You can feel it. But it's being, you know, it's sort of second fiddle because on Wednesday afternoon, the Memphis Grizzlies are taking the court against the five-time world champion San Antonio Spurs. We are back. We are ready. We are tested. Let's get this show on the road, fellas. You don't even need to hear my prediction, but I'm going to give it to you anyway. We are going to slap the Grizzlies around the court for three hours. They are going to look disgusting against this. Jake Pirtle is playing the best defense right now. Lonnie Walker is floating through the air as we currently speak to Memphis. He's not even taking the plane. He's just jumping there. Keldon Johnson, big body, physical. We're going to have the best player on the court. Double D, DeMar DeRozan. Spurs by 50. Owen? Yeah, no, I got to go with the, with the Grizzlies on this uh, for a couple of reasons. They got my boy, Triple J, back. Uh, good friend of the show and good friend, personal good friend of mine. So Yeah, confirmed um, Utah airport attendee. Yeah, yeah, so who knows there? I mean, we'll see what happens with the, with the, in the offseason and free agency. But, uh, but yeah, they got him back. JV's a star. He had 29 against the, against the Warriors. And then John Rant is kind of like in that Steph category for me, that Steph Beal category where – in a one-game play-in, he's a guy you don't want to face because he could go, he could just take over a game. And I don't think the Spurs, to be honest with you, I don't think the Spurs have a guy like that who can take over a game. I think it's great. DeRozan. It's, I mean, DeRozan. I've seen, I've seen too many Raptors collapses to believe in DeRozan uh, in the playoffs. And obviously, good player, but I don't know if he has, if he's, if he's that, if he's that guy. So I got to go with the Grizzlies. Spurs have lost their last four they're two of their last they've won two of their last 10 yeah tough they're, schedule they're, though yeah they're well i mean i mean tough schedule or not you gotta you gotta win games to to have a good season and to, to make the playoffs so yeah not not a huge believer in the spurs uh, and i think the grizzlies are gonna have i think john Morant's gonna have like alex was saying with lamello ball i think he might have i mean if you don't consider last year kind of his coming out party i think he might have one um on wednesday against the spurs I'm going to go Grizzlies by five. You're that fans. You might want to throw some money on that too there on yeah. the spread. Then if it's I'm by guaranteeing five. it. Yeah. Going to the specific it. score section, pick that out. One to six. Boop. Yeah. Pick that three one Three guarantees on the podcast now. Yeah. Now we're up to three. Actually we'll four. Spurs many... are going to win by 50. That's a four. <laughs> oh my God. All right. Two conflicting four. guarantees. We'll see how many we yeah. get by the end of the podcast. Somebody's going to be wrong. <laughs> <laughs> I think someone's going to be wrong. Um, I'm going to go with the Grizzlies here. I think the loss to the Warriors was too deflating. I think they're going to be 
guns blazing when they come out and uh they were up like they were up against warriors at one point too so i think mm-hmm. they could they've shown that they can handle teams like the warriors i'd see no reason as to why they can't handle san antonio and phil look man you got some great points you guys got murray Keldon johnson trying to think who else you have but Purtle, man. The fact that you mentioned Purtle gives me no confidence in the Spurs. That guy, Mr. Purtle, Ninja Turtle, there's no way the Spurs win this game if, if, if you're relying on Purtle, Ninja Turtle. I think the Grizzlies have way more talent. Triple J, you got Jaw. I think they're beating the Spurs, man. Easy. Analytics, Purtle, the Ninja Turtle, in the 98th percentile of NBA players on defense. Just so you All know. All right, but... If you get that little mismatch with Jaw, and and yeah. and you got Purtle defending Jaw, that's that's cake every time. Yeah, yeah. for Purtle. And you got the you got the Raptors no, connection. No, not for Purtle for Jaw. JV basically is basically taught Purtle everything he knows, probably literally everything he knows in the NBA. And so I think you're gonna see a bit of a son a son father moment there, where he's wow. just gonna absolutely take over the game, put him on a leash. Throw well, him around. Demar's gonna want to leave early because he just wants to go to like the Lakers. So yeah. Okay. Well, he's like I said, like, I don't want to. Yeah. Yeah. He's gonna want to go play the Lakers if the Warriors beat them. You're right. Yeah. yeah no, he's definitely no, not gonna no. do that. <laughs> no, he's gonna sign a nice contract with Bron Bron, and then uh, yeah, he's gonna go to his hometown LA. Yeah. So the Bron's coming to the Spurs. Good to know. <laughs> All right. Play in. I'm very excited. I'm a fan of the format personally. I think it's very good for the league. It kind of eliminated some tanking, uh, which is nice. Fake LeBron fan. Well, I mean, the guy who came up with it still needs to be fired. We need to honor the King's words, but I do like the format. I think everybody's going to be watching, and I think it's going to be very exciting. I love do-or-die basketball, so it's basically like four game sevens, even though Indiana's playing in one, so that doesn't really count. So it's like three and a half game sevens. Still going to be fun, though. Owen, do you like the format of this? Do you hope you see a return next year? Yeah, I I, I love the format. For the same reasons you said, I mean, I think it – to some degree is eliminated tanking or not eliminated it, but curbed it a little bit. Just seeing guys like LeBron be baby, absolute babies about it makes me love it even more. I think we got to find, we got to find the guy who did it and he needs to be, he needs to maybe throw out the first pitch at a blue Jays game or something like that. Just honor him. What because, an honor that would be. Yeah. In Dunedin. <laughs> In Dunedin. Probably one of the, I would even go as far as to say the tourist capital of the world, but yeah, let's find him. Let's give him some sort of reward. Maybe, you know, Give him some some Bitcoin or something like that. Celebrate maybe, him a little bit. Hey, maybe a portion of Caledesi Island. Yeah. yeah. Give yeah. him an actual piece. Yeah. 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 Wow. That might and be then, a little too much. I mean, he can live there because he's fired, but, you know. Yeah. And then maybe set up a, a quick thriller fight club between him and LeBron in the summertime so they can sort out their issues. But, yeah, I love it. I think it's a great format. It makes the playoffs. It just adds an extra layer of, uh, of excitement. So, big fan, big fan. Yeah, I'm a big fan too. I don't think there's any negative to it. I mean, if you're the seventh or eighth team, sure, I guess you got into that playoff. But I mean, really, you're not you're not the first or second seed, so I don't know why they'd be complaining so much. I think there's just as much reason for the ninth and tenth team to challenge. Um, like I've said before, there's been a lot of teams that probably deserved to get into the playoffs. It's just there were other teams ahead of them that I guess either just had the better schedule or just had a better record by a couple games. So this, I'd say, solidifies and guarantees uh, the best eight teams out of each conference. So, Yeah, absolutely. If you want to get the best team in the end, you might as well have them have the best 16 in for sure. And this definitely eliminates some of the doubt of that. We're going to get into a little deeper playoff preview on Friday for everybody. So 
when the time comes, we will be doing that. But in the meantime, we do want to do a little bit of general playoff discussion as we don't know the matchups yet. They're still kind of up in the air. But we'll start with this, fellas. Who's under the microscope this playoffs? What team needs to go the furthest? Owen, what say you? I mean, I think the obvious answer is is it's got to be the Bucks. I think the Bucks are at this point almost they're borderline finals and bust at this point with the star with the star power they have with Giannis. I think even a conference final is a little bit of a disappointment, and they might have to let some guys go. So Giannis has got to put up or shut up. It's been too many years, too many MVPs, too many great regular seasons, and too many early playoff exits. So he's gonna have to he's gonna have to prove that he's worth his salt. Um, he's gonna have to do it for the sake of his coach and for for the, the guys that are around him. So they got they got to put out this this postseason. So I believe absolutely I agree. Alex, do you agree with that take? Uh, I agree with it for sure. Yeah, like Owen said, all the same points. But I, I guess I'll just add another team in here, so we're not talking about just the Bucks. I'm gonna go with the Clippers too. I think they've invested quite a bit. They sacrificed like 21st round picks. They gave away SGA for Paul George. They fired Doc Rivers last year. I also think if they don't get to the finals, it's a disappointment. I think conference finals, it's just not enough. Uh, The type of owner they have too. I think he's a guy that demands a lot. And I think we all expected when Paul George was traded to the Clippers and when Kawhi signed that they would have a championship for sure. If it we expected one last year, and I'm expecting they can challenge for one this year too. But if it doesn't happen, then... You've got to make some serious changes. I don't know what you do with Paul George at that point. I don't know who's out there that really wants Paul George. He's a choker in the playoffs. What does Kawhi do? I still feel like Kawhi would probably re-sign since he destroyed so many relationships just to get to LA. Destroyed is putting it lightly, yeah. <laughs> you can you can let us know about that a little more. Yeah, I just think it's the Clippers need to do something this year. And if they don't, then they're in, they're in complete shambles. Yeah, I agree with both of those fully. Uh, I'd say those are probably the top two picks, but some extra ones. I do think Brooklyn has a lot of expectations. They have done a lot of talking about how good they are, and those three have really not been out there together at all. So I don't want to hear any excuses. I don't want to hear, oh, we didn't play together. As far as I'm concerned, this is really it. You got to you gotta show up and you got to back it up. And I'll also say Utah. I know these aren't as big as the other two, but Utah, you're never going to have a number one seed again, most likely. You're never going to have the set of circumstances you do now. You have the altitude advantage for the entire West playoffs. If you need it in a game seven, I think this is really big time for Utah. They got to do it right now or else I don't think that door opens again. I would throw in the Blazers as well. I think a first round exit, they got to blow up the team. They need to get, they need to make a deep run. I I agree with Owen. Yeah, Yeah. I agree with Owen, but the fact that uh, why I didn't put them in there was because like, that's just an expectation now for me because they've just gone so long with the same old crap, Terry Stotts, Lillard and McCollum. Even if they do beat the Nuggets, I still think Terry Stotts is getting fired unless they like make it to the conference finals, which is not happening by any stretch of the imagination. So yeah, Portland, I'm expecting like enormous changes in Portland. They're a playoff pretender, Alex. Is there a playoff pretender? Yep. The number one seed in the East. Wow. The Philadelphia wow. 76ers. That is a big, take big a Kelvin big take. Benjamin take. That's a huge. I just, I think they're a good team. I think they're going to win a couple rounds. I don't know if they can get to the finals. And even if they do, I don't think they can challenge for the title. 
I just I just don't trust them. How long can we bank on Embiid staying healthy throughout the playoffs? I think that so so much is going to have to go through him in terms of the offense because I mean Simmons is great and all on defense, but on offense he he probably won't bring that much. Teams are just going to let him stay outside of the key and shoot like the whole game. Um, he's not going to make a single shot. Embiid's going to have to take an enormous amount of shots. I'm curious to see how long he's going to stay healthy. I don't love Tobias Harris. He's just, I mean, he's had an okay season this year, but in terms of the playoffs, I don't think he, he's going to show up. I think Doc Rivers is so overrated. He hasn't been oh, to yeah. a conference finals since he's coached the Celtics. I, I think that's right. I think that's a fact. So overrated. He couldn't do it with the Clippers, which I think are a much more talented team than the 76ers are. So I don't know. I, I, just, I just don't trust the 76ers. There's a lot I don't really like about them. And I wow. take teams like Brooklyn and, and even Milwaukee over them. Wow. That was wow. some big smoke energy coming from Alex right there. Yeah. I didn't see that coming. Me either. Out of nowhere, boys. As far as the Sixers go, though, I, I, I think we forget that they went to a conference finals like three years, what, two years ago, three years ago? Well, semifinals, but they they might they as well have gone to a conference finals. It was right, right. It was right there. It was It was – yeah, it was kind of they, one of those they were a where... bounce out away from making the finals, really, because they would have been no. the too. Yeah, they weren't even close. That Kawhi shot was going in 100%. Yeah, I think they've had great teams. I think last year was a bit of an exception, but I think they're at the, the height of their powers. So I could see something, I could see them surprising some, some people for sure. But I understand your concerns. I agree. I agree. We're, we're Philly gang right here. Yeah, we're Philly gang. Me and Phil. I'm not. Philly gang. I'm not. Yeah. Don't care. Oh, you've made that clear. You've no, made that clear. No. Oh, we know. You've made that clear. We know. <laughs> I do not want to see that that Philly guy, the the guy who has like that white beard. He kind of looks like Santa Claus with the what, – what does he do, Phil? He has like that big poster. He's got the sign. He's got their scroll sign. Yeah. Wow. Wow. I think he wears Wait, the 76 jersey. That's a diehard fan. If you're wearing a 76 jersey with number 76, dude, yeah. wow, you are committed to the He's life. so annoying. So I just – I need to see him sit down like he sat down when Kawhi hit that shot against the 76ers. So. Let's keep talking about the Kawhi yeah. shot. Yeah, my favorite moment ever. Go <laughs> ahead, uh, Owen. Is there a pretender um, out there? There, there? there is a pretender out there. I'm going to continue on the just hating on Alex because I think it's – that take is I just disagree with it. And I'm gonna go and say I'm gonna go move over to the to the West and I'm gonna call the Nuggets my my first pretender here. Wow. The, wow, the hate has spicy. been returned. I think that so first of all, they're missing obviously we, we're aware they're missing Murray and they're missing Barton. I mean, one of those is obviously more important than the other, but I don't know if they have the firepower to take I, I think they could beat the Blazers conceivably in the first round. But I don't see them as beating a lot of other teams past past that. I think Jokic is obviously good, and he's going to have to carry the brunt of the load, obviously, which he's proven to be capable of. But I think without that second, first, you know, that other option in Jamal Murray and someone who can hit clutch shots down the stretch, I don't see them as a legitimate contender. I see them as a potentially first round, but likely second round exit. I'm a big Jokic guy. Yeah. I know Alex is an even bigger Jokic guy, but I kind of agree that their Jokic makes uh, the sum greater than the parts that they have. I, I no, yeah, I agree. I agree with Owen too. I don't think that's a crazy take or anything. So, um, because we still don't know what we're going to get out of Porter. He's been great in the regular season, but we need to see what playoff Porter is like. And then I think a huge reason as to why the Nuggets were so successful was yes, because of Jokic, but Jokic brings you that every night. Those like 20, 15 and 15, right. 
but obviously it was it was Murray and his clutch shots and his scoring. So um, without that, yeah, it's gonna be tough. Uh, I can agree with that, fellas. I think you guys are the pretenders because I've looked at this playoff this picture over and over again. I can see a lot of situations happening. I think all these teams are really for real, aside from the teams at kind of the bottom of the table there, like the Celtics and. You know, the team's kind of like, well, you yeah. know, Lakers, Lakers. You know, ring number five, baby, Spurs. it's coming. We're going to need more hands. I, I just think that the playoffs are pretty wide open, and I think that anything could happen this year. I don't really hate on any team too much right now because I think it's all possible. Even Milwaukee, I'm down to give Milwaukee a chance. Sixers, I'm a Sixers guy. Nuggets, I love Jokic. I could see him carrying them. So I'm going to go with get, that. We got to get Phil just an NBA hat. Just yeah. an NBA hat. Yeah. yeah, just walk around. Yeah. With DH gate, DH yeah, gate, I, once again. You can get a knockoff, one of those knockoff Supreme jerseys with all the logos on it. Oh yeah, you know what yeah. I'm talking about. That would be sick. I would look really good in that. So a sick you backpack look, with all of the logos just mashed up together. Yeah. Yep. Any fans out there, you know, and if, if you're a seamstress, you got a lot of free time. Maybe you're in quarantine, COVID. Yeah. Still going out there. You got free time. Maybe uh, make that up. Send it to the flag on the play. DM for info. We got you. Yeah, I'm hating that milk toast take though. No. All of them are for real. Such a bad take. That's all I gotta say. I understand it. You know what? Handshake. <laughs> Handshake. Handshake. Respect. We're gonna change our gears over to the NHL now. For anybody at home, we need to get this on the record first. Owen knows as much about the NHL as a squirrel. He does not watch. He does not care. But he's here to give a take. And we don't really follow much outside of our own teams, me and Alex. So we're a little niche in our markets. But Owen, you see everyone the same. You got that level head view of the NHL. Have you picked a Stanley Cup winner yet? Um, I haven't, but I've picked an absolute Stanley Cup loser for sure. And that is the Capitals. I think we are officially an anti-Caps podcast, not by choice, but by force. For, for those of you who don't know, we had a, a meme posted, a video posted on our Instagram. If you haven't seen it, go check it out, like it up, comment. But we, uh, we hashtagged it. What did we hashtag it? Well, just Washington Capitals, right? Yeah. We made a little Capitals yeah. joke in there. Yeah, yeah, a little Capitals joke, like an Can innocent we- joke. Hashtag and, Washington Capitals. Yeah. And then we had a Caps fan who was just just perusing all the Cap- Washington Capitals hashtag posts. And he comes on and he just decides to just hate on the joke. So I think I'm going full anti-Caps. I think they're the worst team in the playoffs. I think they're absolute pretender. I think Tom Wilson deserves to be kicked out of the league permanently. They won yesterday. That's a fluke. I think they're going to lose in probably five games is what I'm kind of predicting here. I can actually going to guarantee it. So we'll add another guarantee wow. to the list here. Another Absent, guarantee, yeah, five. Bruins in five. But as far as winners go, I like the Leafs. I think they – Oh, my God. They got um, – Austin Matthews has a, a nice um, mustache going, nice playoff beard, which I can appreciate as somebody who grows really nice facial hair as well. So I like, I like that. I like their other guys that they have. <laughs> I like Mitch the other guys, good. the other guy. Oh, he got one. He got one. <laughs> oh, it's good. They got some other guys that are really good. Dig deep. If you can name three, you get another 30 seconds oh, to talk three. about they the got, Leafs. <laughs> <laughs> they've got, um, uh, Wayne Simmons is one. Oh, I think he just oh, got wow. bonus time. I think you and got one me, more guarantee and you Nylander. Nylander. Wow. Wow. Yeah. Can you so say I think those guys freak? Yeah. My analysis is just 
what my analysis has shown me is those guys are just legit playoff contenders. So they're going to be my picks. And I think they're absolutely going to, if the Oilers even make it to the next round, if that's even how the bracket is structured, they're going to absolutely smash them. So interesting. Yeah. Interesting. So Owen, first. Owen is guaranteeing the Capitals out in five and he's taking the Maple Leafs. Yeah. Alex, you're a Flames fan. Like you've referenced in this episode, you're going to sit this one out. You don't have to stress too much. Do you have a Stanley Cup winner over there? Yeah, I'm going to pick the Golden Knights. I think it's about time. I think it's about time they got to the finals two years ago. I think they got to the conference finals last year. Um, and yeah, I think it's just been a long time coming. They've been a juggernaut for so long in the league. Very scared to play to play against. I know that from experience of just watching the Flames go to Vegas. And it always seems like they have six guys on the ice instead of five. Before you know it, you're down like four nothing. And uh, you know what? I know the Flames aren't the best team. But I've watched the Golden Knights play against some other teams too, and they just look very scary. I know they lost the first game. I know they lost the first game. But I think they're going to build from this, and it's just going to get um, better from here on out. That's fair. Fair. And I like how they filled up the crowd with the little uh, red and uh, gold strips on the seats. That was kind of creative. Looked very was, colorful in there. That was original. And uh, I don't know if you boys saw, but Darren Waller was ripping the siren there pregame. So. Yep. Good on him. Career He's winner, Darren guy. Waller. Yeah. Are we fans of the gold buckets or no? I could do without ever seeing those again in my life personally, but kind of uh, looks like a joke to me. Uh, yeah. Looks like someone just got on like the NHL game and just customized and was like yeah. C3PO. Yeah, pretty looks, much. I think they look like like winter helmets. Look like a gold medal. Well, you know oh, what? you think they look they good do. beside the Stanley Cup, hey? Yeah. Wow, yeah. what a contrast that would be. A little silver, a little gold. Mm-hmm. They got all the bases covered. I can respect that. Yeah. Personally, fellas, I don't mean to get on the soapbox again because I already did it with the Spurs of San Antonio. But I'm an Oilers fan. And really, I'm not going to pick another. I'm not going to pick a cup winner. It's not going to be what I do. But what I am going to do is I'm going to explain to you why the Edmonton Oilers could win the Stanley Cup, which in my head, I've given myself this speech 30 times in the last week. We're going to have the best two players on the ice in any series. If you're looking for a team to cheer for, the best two players on the ice in any series will be wearing navy. We're wearing navy this year, not orange. So if orange isn't your thing, we're going with a regular color, navy, orange trim, but whatever. Playoff Mike Smith, career 934 in the playoffs, absolute beast. If you like a guy that gets out of his net, isn't afraid to stick handle, we got your guy. I think I'm recruiting a lot of fans to the other bandwagon right now. So just let me give me one more minute. We got this guy, Nuge. He grows the worst mustache you've ever seen, but it's good luck whenever he busts it out. So that's coming back. And since January, the Oilers are 33 to 13 and two, third best in the league. They have a good a chance as anybody. So if you're looking to, you know, see the cup fly north again, why not let it be with the Oilers people? So I know I said I wasn't going to pick a cup winner, but I'm picking the Oilers. Well, you're just going to pick the Oilers for the next however long McDavid's on the Oilers, right? Even when he's gone, we'll, we'll still be picking us. So it's okay. Every year, you know, you got to set that gold expectation, you know. We you can't know, all have gold helmets, but we can have gold standards. Looking at this right now, it's it's quite sad. I, I see a quite dear friend of mine just absolutely ecstatic. Playoffs are starting Wednesday. You can just look at the smile on his face. I wish all the fans could see this, but I know in a few weeks' time, it's not going to be looking so good. You know what? I'm happy. I'm happy for Phil now that he gets to enjoy this moment. You know, 
you know what? I think they, they're going to beat Winnipeg. But, you know, after that, I'm not too sure. But you know what, Phil? Enjoy the moment now, bro. Thank you. Thank you. I appreciate it. And I'll enjoy it in three months when I'm on White Avenue with the Stanley Cup. That'll be great. What a time. I'm looking forward to it. Fellas, I do love the Stanley Cup playoffs, especially round one. Just seeing the hype and how fast they play. They get tired out towards the end. It doesn't get as interesting. But round one, when there's physical, they got jump. Great games today. Three for four, 75% on OTs. Let's keep that standard. I love overtime playoff hockey. So, Owen, I know you hate hockey, but are you going to watch any of the playoffs? Be honest to the fans yeah. out there. Of course. Without a, without, without a doubt. By choice, or will it be just on? I mean, it'll be on, and I will choose to watch it. So So you're telling me you're getting up at like 9 to watch Pittsburgh and Islanders? Absolutely, yeah. yeah, Wow. More 9 a.m. start times, please. Please, thank you. Thanks, NHL. What a great organized league that is. Wow. Oh, just on top of their game. Just quick shout out. I'd love to just piggyback on your comment on how well organized they are. Today was an absolutely unbelievable day, like you said, for NHL overtime. And then, I mean, just the cherry on top. You got an absolute shaker of a game. You got the Canucks and the Flames. And you folks who may not follow hockey may ask, well, are they in the playoffs? No, they're just, they're not. They're just finishing off the regular season game. But they put it at the end. You always save the best for last. And I'm sure all of Canada is just tuning into that right now. Absolute tilter. I'm sure the ratings are absolutely through yeah. the roof no one does it better than the nhl they know how to schedule games absolutely what a great league so organized as always fellas we, we teased it on last week's episode and we asked we asked the fans out there and many responses many responded we had to sort through them we had to take a look we found a guy with a great announcement and it is coming soon it's not coming today it might be coming thursday maybe it'll just find you this announcement will find you and it you will blow your mind. So it's coming up very soon. Just know announcement coming soon. And again, we're putting the call out there. If you have any announcement you want to make in your life and you feel like it deserves a public platform, the yeah. flag on the play is the place for you. Yeah. Gender reveals for babies. We can yep. do that. Like any we said, sort of announcement. Yeah. Yeah. Like yeah. we said, uh, acceptance to colleges, whether you're an athlete or even just doing a major, um, New jobs, new yeah. jobs, any yeah. sort of decision you've come to any sort of new accomplishment you want to announce. We are happy to take every single one. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. And we're looking forward to the next announcement. And I know you guys are too. You're on the edge of your seat. Why aren't you doing it right now? Why aren't you doing it right now? It doesn't work like that. This is yeah. what they call in the business, a tease. So <laughs> be ready. It's yeah. coming soon. We already, we've already been over this for the fans at home. We're not going to baby you. We're not just going to give you what you want when you want it. We got we to gotta build to it. We're, exactly. we're going to treat you like the adults you are. Exactly. Yeah. This is but a, now you know it's out there and you can yeah. look forward to it and yeah. it'll come. It will. It'll come. It'll come. Alex, you wanted to talk about Joe Biden and his Venmo account. Yeah, I thought it was an unbelievable story, boys. You know, as much as I love sports, I always love the good non-sports uh, news story or article. Not sure how many of you guys caught it today, but or actually, I think it was yesterday, but Joe Biden's Venmo account is just straight up public. And it was found in 10 minutes by BuzzFeed. So just just an absolute flex by Joe Biden, man of the people. You never know when you might need to send some money to your grandchildren, to some friends, your wife. And he's just... You know what? I think this is great because he's just showing everybody that he's one of us. 
He has a Venmo account, especially since he's making it so public so that everybody can reach him. Maybe he just wants to pull a Travis Scott because I'm not sure how many of you folks remember, but a couple of years ago, Travis Scott just went on a rampage and was just sending people a shitload of money. I mean, it was like, I was getting up to the hundreds, maybe even thousands. I don't really remember, but I just remember people were screenshotting there. Well, this was actually through Cash App, but basically same thing. And uh, they were just screenshotting how much money Travis Scott sent them. And then they posted on Twitter. So I think that's what Biden's going for. If you honestly, if you ask me, and also I did a little bit of digging in here and I saw that Joe Biden has two Twitter accounts. One is called really? Joe Biden. Yeah. One is called Joe Biden and the other one is called president Biden. So well, a little personal and a little business. It's like LinkedIn <laughs> and Instagram and watch this. Now I ask the question. So if he knows how to manage two accounts, who's to say he doesn't have a burner account, just Whoa. fighting with people, just wow. fighting with people over how valuable family kitchen tables are. Yeah. Who knows? Wow. He could be, he could be, he could be commenting on flag on the plate. He could be, he could be a Washington capitals freak. He lives wow. there. Wow. I mean, he has nothing better to do. Yeah. yeah. No, and more important. It's true. It's free, tons of free time on his hands. Yeah. Exactly. Literally. I mean, just a man of the people. And uh, that's, that's what we like to see. Yeah. You never know. He might just come on next episode. You really just yeah. never know these days. And yeah. that's why we don't want to tease it. Cause it's just going to be uh it's just going to drop out of nowhere. Yeah. Kind of like when Travis Scott just drops you a hundred dollar bill out of nowhere. That's yeah. what our uh, interview is going to be like an announcement. Could yeah. our next announcement be that we're getting the president on the podcast? I mean, yeah. It's certainly not Elmer the Rot- out of the realm of possibility. Exactly. I mean, personally, I'd love to ask him how he manages two Twitter accounts. Yeah, yeah I think we can say it right now. We might be having Joe Biden on our next episode. Maybe. There's always a chance. You're going to have to listen to find out. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. I think as far as this goes, I mean, you found Joe Biden's. Can you like find like some other, like, can you find like Jeffrey like superstars of the Venmo? world? Or like Bill Gates's Venmo, see like what the Obama? transactions are there. Obama's. Wow. You know what I mean? You're climbing you can, up like an interesting is, tree there, Owen. Yeah. I feel like if you know where people, who, who they're sending money to, I mean, is this easy? They said 10 minutes? Like, yeah, in 10 minutes. I mean, if you can even see the transactions, what do you think? Uh, what do you think Joe Biden even buys? He probably just, buy, I think he just buys like 100 aviator glasses every year because yeah. I feel like he's the type of guy to lose yeah. them. Yeah. I mean, everybody loses sunglasses. It happens. Exactly. You got to have a backup pair strapped. Yeah, better buys better, Philly hats. Yeah. Better hats. Sorry. Wow. And the odds that the FBI is tapping us right now. Hi. Just went up Hi. by 10. Just Hi. went up by 10. So honestly, I'm not going to be surprised if we just get like 10,000 downloads on this episode. But yeah. wouldn't surprise know. me if we see mm-hmm. an influx in Washington. We know what happened, dude. We do yeah. know what happened. But I think, yeah, the, I mean, this is like a new kind of just technique, a new, a new tool in the toolbox. You can find find who people are sending money to this easily. It's true. You know what I mean? I, Tampering will never be the same. Yeah. Co- college recruitment. You'll look at Nick Saban's little Venmo account. Who's he sending money to? Who's he going well, to? Nick Saban's got to be sending money to everybody. <laughs> oh, Every nice. state in America is getting 50000 from Nick. Yeah, he's got Mac, Mac Jones on there maybe. Definitely. Alex Leatherwood. Just asking questions. Yeah, don't want to accuse anybody of anything, yeah. but... Maybe. I bet he sent some money to big boy Kelvin Benjamin back in the day. Could have happened. As we finish here every Monday morning, we scavenge the internet and we come up with the hottest take we can find. You know this segment by now. I don't have to explain it. It's hot take of the week. Alex, you go ahead, buddy. Yeah, so you heard uh, I gave you a little little taste here a couple minutes ago about the NHL and just 
how they work their magic night in and night out. The NHL Network tweeted, perfect way to end the weekend. Calgary Flames versus the Vancouver Canucks. (laughs) And I mean, if that's not promotion, I don't know what is. Like, Uh, If that's not getting you to tune in. If that's not getting you to tune in after three shakers of playoff games, I mean, fans probably missed the first one way too early. Yep. You know, Minnesota versus Vegas, you were like, eh, probably had something to do, a little bit of chores, probably went out, mowed the lawn, did did some gardening. Weather's starting to turn. Yeah. Weather's starting to turn. By the time you come back, you know, Tampa Bay, Florida, you're probably eating dinner. You probably missed half of that game. You probably caught the end. And once yeah. you caught the end, you were like, damn, I want some more hockey. Well, you're guess what? Came to just the right place. We're going to give you a regular season game between the Vancouver Canucks and Calgary Flames. So yeah. good two on the, the NHL. Most, two of the most exciting teams to watch. Two of yeah. the teams with the most dynamic stars. Yeah. For <laughs> NBA fans, this would be like on Wednesday in the play, as the playoff games are happening. Um, the NBA is advertising Kings versus Timberwolves as a perfect yeah. end of the day. Just <laughs> yeah. To kind and of towards the end. Them. After yeah. like a triple header, that'd yeah. be the last game. Yeah. And imagine exactly. being the guy who creates that graphic and, and posts it. Yeah. Like imagine yeah. just doing all that and thinking, you know what, this is what a, I'm doing such a good job. What a great graphic I'm making right now. And just well, having bet, no, Batman, not questioning it at all. I bet Batman forces him too. I feel like the guy's probably like, bro, like, do I actually have to like make a graphic? But he's like, fucking do it right now. Like, <laughs> or I get you fired. Yeah. Oh my God. Yeah, no better way to finish the NBA playoffs with a little Cavs Pistons, little nightcap. <laughs> oh, so good. After like the Lakers and the Frick and Golden State. Yeah, let's throw to that one. Yeah. Owen, you find anything especially poignant on the take market this week? I did. So this is a a bit of an older take that kind of resurfaced and made made the rounds on Twitter, and it was a friend of the show. We might have him on next episode. Um, we're not gonna. Confirm or deny, we're going to keep you, you know, in suspense. He might be coming on, um, but Colin it's Coward, possible. Yeah, it's possible. As we all know, is is one is probably number one. If if, if we're talking burner accounts, he's probably got a couple Sam Darnold burner accounts. He's probably makes jersey swaps of him going to all sorts of different teams. He's yeah. you know videos whole nine. So he's a huge Sam Darnold fan. And this take that resurfaced was an old clip from from the Colin Coward the Herd show back in 2018 during the Heat of draft season mock draft season colin coward is not a mock draft guy though let me just preface he's not a mock draft guy he's made that very clear he's made it very clear (laughs) but he was talking about sam darnold and his upside and he made this claim he said he said on the high end sam darnold is projects to be like a brett Favre, so a hall (laughs) of famer absolute gunslinger one of the greatest quarterbacks of all time so he said, you know, on the high end, I see Sam looking like looking like a looking like a Brett Favre. And you know what? All right, that's that's fine. You know, okay, big arm, gunslinger, big kid. You know what I mean? I can understand the take. And then he had this little like graphic here with the green and then the red and the little arrow. And he said, on the low end, I think Sam Donald projects to be like an Andrew Luck. And he had a guest on, and the guest <laughs> goes, "Really? You have on the low end him projecting to be like a five-time Pro Bowl or whatever?" And, Colin goes, yes, yes, I do. So wow. committed to the take. He's a big fan. <laughs> he's a he's a big he's a big Donald fan for sure. And I mean, you know what? I'm a Colin fan. I'm not going to say he's wrong. A lot of a lot of game left. A lot of time. Long career. 
He's only 22. Colin will, he'll be the first to tell you that he's only 22. Young yeah, guy. Can confirm. Yep. <laughs> so um, just a shaker of a, of a take, big prediction. We'll see how it pans out. I'm, I tend to agree with him though. I, I see so, low end edge luck. So as Owen broke to us a couple episodes ago that Colin Cowherd's daughter is dating Trey Lance, right boys? Yeah. I'd love to see according Trey Lance on one of these, according to Owen, I'd love to see Trey Lance on one of these skills. Because if he's ranking Sam Darnold so high, the bare minimum for Trey Lance is Patrick Mahomes, and the maximum is <laughs> probably God. Yeah, God himself. God himself. I could see that chart very clearly. I think they're drawing it up right now in the Herd Studios. My yeah. hot take of the week, I'll finish us off here. I like to really get deep on Twitter and find the people with the strongest opinions, and I stumbled across this beauty a little bit of a discussion about who would start for the Broncos, Teddy Bridgewater, or Drew Locke. And this guy said, are we sure Drew Locke can't make the Josh Allen leap this year? Year one, he had limited snaps. Year two, it was COVID. The season stunted growth. Year three, he's been working with Peyton Manning, dot, dot, dot. It could very well happen. Good. Yeah. What Good. a day. Eh? We, we also could have LeBron James on next episode. It's very possible. That's yeah, very, we could, could make that leap. Yeah, we, <laughs> we could. could We've leap. had excuses. First couple episodes, limited limited reps. We were getting used to yeah. it. Next couple, you know, COVID stunted the episodes. Yeah. Uh-huh. Now we're really getting there. We've yeah. been I mean, working. I trust the Broncos a lot. I mean, I remember when, uh, what was that guy's name? Trevor Simeon, I think. Was he that? was a beast. I mean, they said he was working with John Elway. And he had a absolute shaker of a career. He lasted like six games. So as soon as the Broncos say that one of their young quarterbacks is working with a legend, you best believe it's going to work out. Yeah. You best believe it's very yeah. possible. Anything very is possible, possible at the flag on the play. Yeah. As always, you're going to want to follow the Instagram at the flag on the play. You're going to want to subscribe. You're going to want to download. Even if you're not going to listen, you download, you bank it for later. That's just advice for life. Always have the backup plan in place. Come on. Money in the bank. Exactly. Subscribe, rate, follow it on Spotify. Do your thing. Run it up. Tell your friends. Send it. Email. Send it it around. There's no harm. It's free. Send this thing around. Again, announcement. Just hit us in the DM at the flag on the play. Leave a review. Like Owen said, you've got so many things you can do. So why not just do it? I also want to give a shout out to Gabe. Left a great review. If you're listening, Gabe, respect. Thank you. We appreciate any kind of positive feedback. So if you leave a review, you might just get a shout out at this part of the show. And this is probably like 10,000 ears on you right now. So, you know, might want to give a shout out. Just nudge, nudge, wink, wink. Fellas, it was a pleasure. 10 out of 10 again. We did it. Couple guarantees. Great episode. 10 out of 10. We did even better than um nhl ot games which was 75 so i mean we managed to hit even higher so we did respect us impressive stuff yeah we'll see you all on friday morning enjoy your week